Do you ever feel like manifestation is just another thing on your to-do list that you don't have time for? Like your spiritual practice is something that you have to do? Honestly, you're not alone because I felt that way too. Something that's really changed my relationship with manifestation is blending it into my lifestyle so that no matter what I'm doing, I'm also manifesting. I call this manifestation as a lifestyle and it single-handedly made the entire manifestation journey more enjoyable for me and I've seen my desires show up with a lot more ease. Manifesting as a lifestyle has made manifestation go from feeling like a task to something I just naturally do because it's who I am. If you'd like to learn more about this, I've created a step-by-step guide for you. I'll link it in my show notes so you can check it out. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Corley. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so much for being here. And now it's time to get started. Welcome back to the Affirmation Alley podcast. My name is Pyle, and I am talking about one of my favorite topics ever, which is discomfort. So if you've been here for a while, I've talked about the power of embracing discomfort. I've talked about how discomfort is normal, and we just have to learn how to find comfort in it. And I'm recording this episode January 18th, and Tom and I have had our cold plunge for about a month and maybe more at this point. And oh my gosh, the amount of changes I have seen in myself, in my mindset, in my mentality, not even the physical benefits. I know cold plunging is great for your physical health. I know it's great for all the different things. I'm not talking about that. I am talking about how sitting in ice cold water and I never actually look forward to it has honestly made me the strongest person and the strongest version of myself I have yet to be only because I've actively consistently gone out of my way to do something I don't want to do. And you might be saying, Pyle, that sounds absolutely awful. Why would I torture myself? And I had always been in the school of thought for a really long time that we are not meant to suffer and we don't have to like it can always be easy and you're allowed to like choose ease however i still find that to be true but i think my definition has shifted a little bit to where life will inevitably hand you hard stuff traditionally hard stuff But how you choose to respond to it and navigate it and handle it is completely up to you. And what I mean by that is sitting in a cold plunge is traditionally uncomfortable. Like sitting in cold water, it is shocking to your body. And the cold plunge we have, it is um, constantly circulating water. So you can never actually like get warm. You know, like if you go into like cold pools, like that's what we used to do, like sitting in a cold pool, like if you sit really still, like you kind of warm up and it's not that cold. But when the water is constantly circulating, it is constantly cold because you never get the chance to like get used to it. It's always moving and like rushing water. Similar to a cold shower, I don't think cold showers um, are easy. I find them to be very difficult as well because the water is constantly running on you. Like unless you're frozen and like you don't move, maybe you can normalize it. But I still find cold showers to be equally tough. 
And I know I jumped right into this without giving any context, but I seriously feel like the moment I started embracing discomfort in this deep of a way and learning how I can get through discomfort in kind of irrelevant situations, right? Sitting in a cold plunge, it's kind of irrelevant. Like I'm fine emotionally. I'm doing okay. No one's hurting me. No one's triggering me. The universe isn't kind of like leaving me on my own. I'm not in a bad mental state. I'm fine. And in a state where I have no other things to worry about, except just focusing on me being in a physically and mentally uncomfortable situation, I am able to calm myself down and it carries forward. Like I've had some really uncomfortable stuff happen through the end of the year. And even now, like I'm dealing with some stupid friend drama, um, which I will probably share. I literally have it planned. Oh, in the next episode. So I will share my friend drama officially in the next episode. And I have like found it so much easier to handle and navigate when things are just not going my way because I practice and give myself the ability to sit in discomfort on a more daily basis. So what I want to share with you are some daily discomfort practices that I do and some ways that you can also kind of help yourself embrace discomfort. You do not need to go buy a cold plunge. You can take a cold shower. Don't worry. Um, but also like examples of how this discomfort has seriously helped me and my manifestation journey to be specific, because I think the manifestation journey is naturally uncomfortable in our world and the traditional construct of the world and the way we live, we see something and then we believe it manifestation is the complete opposite. You believe it and then you see it. And when you're dealing with that, when you are so heavily believing in something and you're still not seeing it, that is a prime example of discomfort. That is frustrating. That is uncomfortable. You start to really doubt yourself. You start to doubt your worth. And so the reason I'm talking about discomfort, I think it can seriously help you navigate when discomfort comes up on your manifestation journey. So firstly, what's important is to understand like, what are your discomfort triggers? It can be different for everybody. For me, my discomfort triggers are always around, like I get it in shame. Like I feel like embarrassed or I feel um, like guilty and I feel kind of, um, I think the best way to say it is like when I feel uncomfortable and discomfort, like I just feel really shitty about myself. Sorry for cussing. I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on the podcast, but I feel like really bad about myself. And I think that has helped me translating back to the cold plunge. When I'm sitting in that cold plunge and I get out, I'm like, I just did that. Like I am a badass. I just did that. And I'm so proud of myself. So not only does it boost my ability to sit in the discomfort, but it also boosts the way I see myself because I'm actively going and doing something I don't want to do. And it makes me have a stronger relationship with me. So first, like, I think the most important thing is notice, like, what do you do? Where does your mind go when you're uncomfortable? For me, I start doubting myself. I feel really guilty about myself and I just feel like blah. And I really assign a lot of meaning to who I am and how I'm showing up. So on the flip side, with sitting in a cold plunge and getting uncomfortable, now I've realized when things aren't going my way or I feel like there's an in-between and things aren't happening, 
I almost channel what I do in the cold plunge and I sit there and I'm like, okay, what do I do there? I focus on my breath. I sit in this moment when I'm uncomfortable and I focus on my breath and immediately I'm like, okay, I'm safe. And learning how you find safety in discomfort, where you can find support within yourself and how you can handle discomfort makes it much easier to navigate the discomfort and get through it. Because I know how it feels when something uncomfortable happens and you feel like it's the end of the world and you feel kind of helpless. But when you actively embrace discomfort and welcome discomfort into your daily life, when discomfort happens on your manifestation journey, you're that much better equipped to actually handle it. So my daily discomfort practices, I do not cold plunge every day. You're actually not technically supposed to. Um, And I'm gentler on myself. I do longer plunges like two to three times a week. So I'll plunge for like five minutes twice a week and then maybe do like just my hands or like just my face or something um, throughout the week. But my whole body, I will do about two to three times a week. And in those few minutes, like I get so zened into my body and my breath. It is the deepest meditation, um, the deepest connection to myself because I'm sitting there and doing something really hard and that most people don't do. And that's not, I'm not the person who gets fueled by that. Like Tom, for example, gets very fueled by doing things that most people say no to. But for me, it's like, I just feel proud because a year ago, I would not be sitting in cold water. I would just sit on the side and like sunbathe. I like being warm. I prefer to be warm. I do not like being cold. I hate being cold. You always see me in sweatshirts because I'm always cold no matter what temperature it is. But sitting out there in the cold plunge and doing something that's difficult for me is one of the most empowering things. Hi, beautiful friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode. I wanted to hit pause for 15 seconds and share with you about my spiritual membership I created to help you raise your vibration and manifest with ease. I created Affirm It so you can have access to all, and I really mean all of the spiritual tools you need to step into your higher self and watch your dreams manifest with ease. If you're really ready to dive into your spirituality and connect with your highest self, I invite you to join the Affirm It membership. More details are in the show notes if you're interested. And now let's jump back in. My other discomfort practice is actually going to my workout classes. I know these are all very physical, um, but that's because that's something I always skip. Like I'll just be like, I sign up for a class and I just won't go. Um, But for me, like it is uncomfortable for me to like do what I say I'm going to do sometimes. So I try and challenge myself and I'm like, okay, what is one thing I committed to that I usually skip and my discomfort practice, I look at it as a spiritual practice and I say, okay, I'm going to go do it. I have no desire to, and I acknowledge that I'm open to that, but that's okay. Like I can still do it. Do I want to? No. Do I want to sit and watch TV? Yes, but I'll still go and I can do that after. And doing one thing I don't want to really do a day has been very life-changing. It can be as small as Maybe you don't want to cook a meal at home and you'd rather order in. Also another big thing for me. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just try and whip something up. Let me at least try and have one component that's homemade or not order in and get fast food that is probably not going to serve me as well because it's inflammatory, whatever it is, right? And so it's giving yourself the honesty of like, yeah, I don't really want to do it, but doing it anyways. And 
I think culturally with my upbringing, um, that was really hard. Like my parents, we come, I personally come from a very privileged place where my parents like made a lot of money growing up and they always came from the mindset of like, if you don't want to do it, pay someone to do it. And I know that sounds so privileged and I acknowledge that, but it kind of messed with my internal mindset because I wasn't necessarily taught how to do the hard things. Tom, on the other hand, is very opposite. For him, it's like you do the hard work and you're going to get there. So seeing our both different mindsets has really motivated me personally and helped me because I think there is value in paying and delegating something, but I also think there is value in doing something you don't want to do. And it's a fine line. It is not like a, you always must do one or the other. I think there's a balance. I think there's a perfect happy medium. And for me, I have found that like doing the little things like making my coffee at home instead of going and getting Starbucks. I love Starbucks. It's easy. I just like their sweet cream cold foam, right? I can make that at home. I literally cook so much. I don't even drink coffee. I just like creamy things. So I can go make that. So I'll challenge myself when I'm really tempted because right next to my gym, go get Starbucks. I'll be like, okay, why don't I make myself some coffee at home? And that's one thing I don't want to do. Sometimes one thing I don't want to do is like put my phone away and get off of social media. I tell myself I'm researching. I tell myself I'm looking at trends, even though I don't even follow or post any trend related content, but I tell myself that. And then it takes discipline for me to just be like, I don't want to stop, but I probably should. This conversation ties into self-discipline, which I have a few episodes on and kind of meaning what you say and keeping promises to yourself. I was a kind of on a kick of that last year. So I have a few episodes if you scroll back a few, but all this to say is discomfort is so normal. And if you can learn how you process discomfort and learn how you sit in discomfort and expose yourself to discomfort on a daily basis, when the big discomfort happens, it'll feel like you know exactly what to do. You know how to handle it and it won't feel nearly as scary. All of this has helped me when things that are much more naturally uncomfortable come up. I feel like way less um, triggered. I feel way less shaken. I feel way less unstable and I know exactly what to do. I know to focus on my breath. I know to it's going to take resistance and I'm going to have resistance and not do something, but it kind of strengthens my ability to say, no, I'm actively choosing to do something I don't want to do. Sometimes a discomfort, an uncomfortable situation happens and someone really screws you over and you don't want to forgive. Our ego wants to be mad. Our ego wants to prove them wrong and stand your ground and say, hey, this is messed up and I'm speaking for myself. But sometimes that doesn't always serve a purpose. And I think it's uncomfortable to not acknowledge or not kind of show up in that situation. But it is also showing yourself that it is safe to be uncomfortable. And in a bigger picture, how necessary is that? And how necessary is it for you to actually cut somebody off more than have a conversation with them because it's happened too much? I am very much so hinting for my next episode. Um, which is my story time on how I got kind of screwed over um, and how I'm struggling to cut people off who I know I really need to. And I'll dive into that next week. However, 
all that to say, when you implement discomfort and kind of embrace discomfort in your daily life, you become a master of navigating discomfort when it comes to your spiritual journey, when it feels like your world is falling apart or there's no evidence of your manifestation it's so much easier to manage. So some discomfort practices that you can do is one, cold showers. There's so many other benefits to like cold exposure therapy and try just like 10 seconds. I've noticed for me when I started plunging, I found plunging to be much easier than a cold shower, but it's also a very different um, price range. I think having a plunge is a whole different type of investment of itself. So if you don't have access to a plunge, try a cold shower. I did notice after 30 seconds, that's when I felt safe in a cold shower. So really focusing on your breath. Um, It can be intense. Like you're going to experience your fight or flight response. You're going to experience wanting to run away and just getting comfortable with that. What do you do in that situation? And learning how to navigate that I think is so powerful. It kind of goes into nervous system regulation. You're learning how to self-regulate. And cold plunging is the one thing that really hands-on taught me how to regulate myself and consistently does. Um, Another thing you can do is just as simple as when you don't want to do something, are you willing to challenge yourself and do it? Normally, it's a task on your to-do list that you keep skipping or sending a text that you really don't want to send or, I don't know, going to a workout class like me. Just the best way to think about it, discomfort is another form of resistance. So what's something you just really don't want to do and try and just go do it. It can be like washing your clothes when you just want to leave them on the bed or folding your clothes, whatever it is for you, just doing the things that you don't want to do is a way of pushing through and kind of pushing that boundary of discomfort further and further away from you to the point where you know how to self-regulate. You know how it is safe for you when you don't want to do things. And it is safe for you to feel all kinds of feelings. Like it's almost like a way of learning and practicing self-control and self-discipline. I think this has really, really helped me. So I think it's helped my manifestation journey from just navigating tough situations and managing my emotions to trusting myself more and feeling more confident in myself, but also just actually allowing myself to be where I am and like be happy where I am because I think it's so easy to just want to be everywhere else but here. But when I see how uncomfortable I can be in certain situations and how uncomfortable it is for me to be present, um, I found it to be a practice of, hey, being present and being where I am and being happy where I am is a way of me practicing discomfort because our natural response is to just go elsewhere, think of the future, think of the past, um, keep ourselves busy. But sitting in silence, I think, is another way you can practice discomfort. It's hard. Naturally, we have so many stimulants around us. So these are tons of little ways that you can help yourself um, navigate discomfort. And it has truly, truly changed my relationship with myself. I've never been as like productive, but not in like a getting things done way, but just like making the most out of my day, whether it is resting and recharging, whether it is being present with who I'm spending time with, whether it's just being happy in my own energy. Like I've never felt as alive, actually. It's probably the best way to put it. I've never felt as alive 
as I've felt ever since I've been actively embracing discomfort. So I hope this message inspires you. I hope maybe this confirms something you've been thinking about. And let me know if you're going to try embracing discomfort. It's truly, truly changed my life and my journey. And I hope it helps you a little bit too. Okay. I will see you next week. I love you. And thank you for being here. Bye. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this episode resonated with you, it would mean the world to me if you can rate, interview the podcast and share it on your social media. So I know to keep creating episodes that are inspiring you to manifest. I'm so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today. And I'd love for you to join the community by following at Affirmation Addict on Instagram. To continue diving into spirituality and manifestation, head over to my website, affirmation-addict.com. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love and so much healing energy. 